1: This will be the end of Animated Adventure, and we will be uploading on our new podcast title, The Animated Storyteller. Please kindly follow the link in this episode description below to listen to our new podcast and also rate and follow us in this new podcast.
3: It was just a regular school day, and I was sorting out my locker when suddenly I heard hushed whispers and noticed that everyone else was staring at something. Okay, so turns out it wasn't a something, but a someone, as this pretty girl strutted down the corridor like it was a runway or something. Ugh. Why was everyone golfing at her, rushing over to greet her, and sticking notepads in her face for her to sign? I hugged my books and muttered, "Geez." There's nothing special about her. So, my name's Lily, and I'm just a normal girl. My family, yeah, they're normal. My appearance, normal. And my social status, well, that's just normal too. I coast through life, and that's it. Nothing exciting ever happens to a regular girl like me. Oh, how I long to be the perfect-looking girls on Instagram. They're so flawless in their clear skin, stylish clothes, and glossy hair. But those girls were different. They were from different worlds. Oh well, at least I still had my books, my bestie Sarah, and my cute boyfriend Brian. But this all changed when Stacy rocked up at school with her perfect looks and her I'm so sweet and friendly routine. Yeah, right. So what if she had a prettyish face and a bit part in some TV show underneath the fake shine, she was clearly not all that. I walked into English class to see her sitting at the desk next to mine. Ugh, great. I couldn't even get to my seat because everyone else was surrounding her. Asking her dumb questions such as, What shampoo do you use? And do you get snack breaks when you film your show? Jeez, give me a break instead! Then, when I finally managed to sit down, she smiled at me, and in this sickly sweet voice said, Hi, I hope it's okay I sit here. I'm Stacy. Yeah, sure. I forced a smile back, but on the inside, my anger was boiling over. Who did this girl think she was? So what if she was beautiful? I bet she only cared about her looks and never bothered studying. Yeah, everyone else would soon realize what a failure she was. Then, one time during recess, Stacy, the living Barbie doll, suggested we start a yearbook, and now everyone's treating her like she's achieved world peace or something. Ugh, you know the worst part of it? I've been saying we should start a yearbook for years, but no one listened to me. And guess who received so many welcome cards and love notes that they fell out of her locker and obstructed the hallway? Yup, Stacy. Gosh, it's been like weeks already. When will these stop? I hated how she thanked everyone and blushed and ugh. I needed to be around a sane person who didn't think the sun shone out of her. She was everywhere. It made me sick. But thank God for lunchtime. It became the only peaceful time of the day for me when I could hang out with Sarah and not have to worry about Stacy. But, ha! Huh, what was this? What was that Barbie doll doing sitting at our table and talking to my best friend? I walked over there and placed my tray down next to Sarah. Oh, hi Lily. Stacy just said the funniest thing. Great, I muttered under my breath. Lunch was an ordeal. Sarah ignored me and kept on asking Stacy dumb questions like, Is your co-star Kyle as handsome in real life? And how do you style printed skirts with a colored T? Yawn! Later that day, due to a paint spillage in art, I was five minutes laid out. Sarah had agreed to drive me home, but I went out to the parking lot. Her car wasn't there. Then I checked my phone and saw that she'd messaged me. Where are you? I can't wait anymore. I'll leave first with Stacy. See you tomorrow, X. What? Is she ditching me to give that phony a ride? We had been friends since childhood. How could she be fooled for Stacy's act and just throw away our friendship like that? Angry, I messaged her back. You abandoned me for Little Miss Popular? How could you? I get it. New one in, old one out. Well, thanks a lot. My phone buzzed with her reply, Lily, you know it isn't like that. You live up the road from school while Stacy lives much further away and she needed to get back in time to get ready for her filming schedule. Madder than ever, I quickly typed out my reply, whatever, it's too bad you'll always be a nobody in her eyes and she's just using you for a free ride. Then I chucked my phone onto my bed, I'd had enough. Sarah had made her choice and it was to be friends with that fake over me. Sarah may have fallen into the Stacy trap, but at least I still had Brian, right? One afternoon, I was talking to him out in the schoolyard when Stacy tottered past. Even her try to hard walk was annoying. She smiled over my Brian. Then she deliberately tripped up and dropped the books she was holding. I grabbed Brian's arm to stop him from going over, but he shook himself free from my grip and went over to her anyway. I watched him help her pick her books up, and then she blushed and squeaked out a, Thank you! She was the worst. When he walked back over to me with this big grin on his face, I couldn't take it anymore. So I blurted out to him, How dare you leave me to help? Her? He gave me a confused look. Lily, I was just helping her out. Yeah, right. You knew she dropped them on purpose to get your attention, but you went over there to her anyway because you think she's prettier than me. He sighed. You're being ridiculous. You know what? I can't deal with your selfish, jealous streak anymore. Let's just call it a day. We're done. Then he walked off. I stood there watching him, expecting him to cool down and come back. Only he didn't. This was all Stacy's fault. She'd stolen my best friend and my boyfriend. No more. It was time to show her that she wasn't so perfect after all. I scrolled through her social media pages for ideas, and it soon became apparent that she loves boys with toned abs who ride motorbikes. How predictable. I discovered this website where I could hire a boy to play with her heart, then ditch her. It's about time she learned how much it sucked to be undesirable and worthless. Ha! I found the perfect guy called Josh. He was 19, a gym addict, and he had a motorbike. Whoa, he was expensive, but it would be worth it, right? I arranged to meet him at the local coffee shop, and jeez, he was even more handsome in person. I wished I could use this money to actually make him mine. Say... so, the deal is, he's gonna flirt with Stacy, make her love him deeply, and then break up with her. The next Monday, I walked out of school to see Josh parked up to the school gate holding his helmet and looking like he belonged in a movie. Naturally, every girl was staring at him, but he made a beeline for Stacy. Then, just one week later, I saw him picking up Stacy from the school. Whoa! I knew that! I knew I had chosen the right person. Josh was such a lady killer. They looked super close and I had to remind myself that he was just an actor and he was doing his job. (laughs) Haha, she was going to be so heartbroken. But a few weeks later and he was still picking her up. Huh? Why hadn't he broken up with her yet? So I called him up and asked him what was taking him so long. He replied that he would do it soon. He was just making her fall for him more before he did it. (laughs) Haha, brutal. Only the weeks passed by, and he still hadn't ended it. Then, I was walking past the movie theater, and I spotted them there, kissing. What? This was not the plan! Furious, I had arranged to meet him the next day at the coffee shop. He walked over and couldn't even meet my eye as he said, I'm sorry. I can't do this anymore. I will refund you as soon as I can. Um, why? Have you fallen in love with her or something? I said jokingly. There was a long silence. Then he looked down at the table and muttered out, Yeah, I have. Why was I the only one on the planet who saw how fake she was? Thanks to her siren ways, I lost my best friend, my boyfriend, and now my savings. This was it. I needed to confront her. The next day at school, I tried finding her, but she was nowhere to be found. Then, as I passed through the school garden, I saw her sitting there. Gotcha. It's time to tell her exactly what I thought of her. I stormed over to her and opened my mouth to speak, but huh? Why was she crying? When she saw me, she managed to smile and said, Oh, hi, Lily. Is there a chance you could help me? I stared at her with disbelief. Did she think I was under her spell and would do her bidding? But then I saw what she was crying about. In her hands was her English essay with a big F on it. So I replied, um, why me? You're so smart. You answer all the questions in class correctly. I don't want to be judged on my bad grades. That's why I left my last school. The other kids call me a brainless beauty. I moved here for a fresh start, and now, I'm still failing. Okay, so in that moment, I realized that there were things I was good at. My grades were good, and I was pretty great at remembering facts. I'd just been so blinded by jealousy that I lost focus on these things and only saw what I didn't have. None of this was Stacy's fault. She'd never actually done anything bad to me. I'd made it all up in my head because I was jealous of her. So I sat down next to her and said, no one's gonna call you that because I'll help you study. You will? She gave me a hopeful smile and I nodded. Thank you so much, she flung her arms around me. So that's how Stacy went from being my enemy to my friend. She's actually a really sweet and kind-hearted girl. No wonder why everyone admired her so much. And I was wrong to judge her on her appearance and not give her a fair chance. She's still with Josh and she doesn't know that I hired him to break her heart. But hey, she now has a hunky boyfriend who adores her, so that could be considered compensation, right? Brian and I are still over, but thinking about it, maybe this was for the best. I know I overreacted, but he gave me up so easily. And well, I want to find a guy who won't do that. As for Sarah, I went around to her house with a bag full of her favorite candy, and I apologized for being a jealous jerk. Luckily for me, she forgave me. Now Sarah, Stacy, and I have become good friends. Sarah and I both help Stacy with her studies, and she gives us fashion tips. And you know what? I've come to realize that I'm pretty after all. I just needed to discover my spark. So finally, I learned that no one's perfect. Perfection is just an illusion. The most important thing is that we feel happy with what we own and never stop improving ourselves. So just be you and let everyone else concentrate on being them.
0: It was such a beautiful weekend. But instead of being out having fun, I was stuck at home. For what, you ask? To teach Excel to a girl who doesn't even know how to use shift key shortcuts. <sighs> what is the matter with you? I've explained the code 20 times to you already. Um, I, I'm sorry. Let's face it, you suck at this. Try to beat me in your dream. Ugh. If I had to waste one more second sitting next to her, I'd go crazy. Look how fake you are. If you're mad, then just show me. Why do you always have to be Miss Friendly? Hmm. Let me introduce you. That's Laura, my so-called sister. Two months ago, my mom brought her home and announced, Jeff, I have something to tell you. Back when we broke up for a while, due to your parents' hatred towards me, well, during that time, I found out I was pregnant. I gave birth to our little girl, Laura. I was only 22 and I had no money so as much as it pained me to do so I gave her away. I've never stopped thinking about her and now well I've managed to find her. She dabbed at her teary eyes then handed dad the DNA test results. Dad was overwhelmed and ran over to hug Laura. They all cried a lot and hugged a lot. As for me I just stood there in shocked silence as I watched this family reunion take place. It all happened so fast. How was I supposed to believe that it was just a coincidence when mom suddenly found her long-lost child after so many years? What now, Skylar? Stop being so headstrong. Mom scolded me, then rushed over to Laura and started cuddling her and soothingly stroking her hair. It's not my fault she has the learning capacity of a slug. Stop interfering, else I'll quit teaching her. By the way, those loving mother-daughter things also? Cut it off! It's ridiculous! I know what you're thinking. What's with the attitude towards my mom? The thing is, she's not even my real mom. A few months ago, something crazy happened to me. A strange woman showed up out of nowhere... And claimed she was my mom. Say what now? Of course, I told her she'd got the wrong person. But when I saw the selling contract between my mom and her, I froze in shock. Turns out, my mom miscarried a child. But she was too afraid she'd lose her place in the family. So she bought me from this woman. So, I was adopted. It's common, right? But still, I don't deserve to be treated like that. I had always been neglected since I was little. Mom never hugged or kissed me. She didn't read me bedtime stories or tuck me into bed at night. All she ever did was snarl at me. Go away! I guess I convinced myself that this was just how Mom was. But then Lara arrived, and Mom is totally different with her. <sighs> I get it now. I get why she treated me so cold and why I've never felt happy despite growing up in a wealthy family. Because I'd never belonged here. After the incident with the woman, I confronted mom about it. I get it. I know I'm not your real daughter, and that's why you think it's acceptable to treat me like garbage? Oh, please. Stop with the dramatics. Let me tell you this. Even if you did adopt me, I'm still going to prove my efficiency to dad and take over this company by myself. Mom was dumbfounded after hearing that. Then, not long after that, she turned up with Lara. That's why I didn't believe there was no coincidence. She brought Lara back to compete with me. And if that was true, then, what do I have to be scared of? <laughs> How are my two girls? Skylar, are you still helping Laura with her studies? Yeah, Dad, she still helps me every day. Thank you so much. Okay, that's great. When you move past the basics, I think you should take a few more extra courses. Do your best and try to follow your sister. There's no way she can be as good as me, not even in her wildest dream. Laura is very smart, and she'll soon be up to speed. I'm also teaching her more about our family business. Huh? Is mom going to teach her more to compete with me? I can obviously see her greed and competitiveness. But... Whatever. Laura and I are at two distinctly different levels anyway. I am an excellent student at the Columbia Business School. while well, she's just an uneducated nobody. Puff, please. I have absolutely nothing to worry about. Mom kept forcing her to study, but... see? Speaking of mom, she'd been acting weird lately. One minute she treats me like a stubborn stain she can't get rid of, then the next she's trying to set me up with some guy named Dean. He's the son of her super rich colleague. I don't understand why she suddenly feels the need to find me a boyfriend. And dad wasn't helping the situation. As instead of telling mom to stop playing matchmaker, he was encouraging her. Ugh. Okay, I just wanted them to quit bugging me. So in the end, I agreed to talk to this dean guy. But now, he won't stop messaging me. And he's even shown up at the house. Hmm. I suppose he is kind of handsome and nice, but he's not my type. So I just talked to him out of politeness. Until one time, I saw Laura sneaking a peek at Dean while he was waiting for me in the lobby. Wait. Don't tell me she likes Dean? Oh well, she's welcome to my leftovers. I don't like this guy anyway. Then one day, I was walking along the corridor when I received a text from Dean. Skylar, are you free tomorrow?
2: I was about to text back when
0: I suddenly heard Mom and Laura arguing. What's wrong with you, Laura? Why are you secretly dating that jerk? Why not, Dean? He's a good guy. Besides, he told me that there's nothing going on between him and Skylar. So Dean is two-timing us? He snuck out on a date with Laura while flirting with me on the phone all day? What on earth? I tried to keep calm while continuing to listen. You're crazy! Stop this stupid secret dating game at once! What? Why is Mom insisting he's a good guy to me, but telling Laura the opposite? Well, Mom? Which one is it? Is Dean a good match like you told me, or a jerk like you told Laura? He's... he's rich! So keep on dating him, and stop bothering me with your nonsense! Ugh, I wasn't born yesterday! There's definitely something wrong with this Dean. The very next day, I decided to go and follow Dean. Oh my gosh, what was he wearing? And why did he go to this slum? Then he gathered with a few other thugs. So it's obvious, Dean definitely was a street guy. That's why mom didn't let Lara get close to him. But why did she match him with me? Could that be a part of her plan to bring me down? Ha! Nice try! (laughs) I'd had enough spying for one day, so I was about to leave. But then suddenly, I heard a familiar voice which startled me. I turned around, then... What? It's... Mum. How dare you ruin the plan! Mind your words, I did as you said. I told you to flirt with Skylar to distract her, not Laura... Don't think I'm paying you a nickel more. Fine, don't pay me. Just be sure to take me a picture of your husband's face when the real DNA result arrives in his inbox. (laughs) You, you, you! Oh. My. God. Did I just hear it wrong? What DNA results? Could it be? I immediately went home and rushed into my dad's office to look for the DNA certificate that my mom gave him that day. Here it was. What should I do now? That's right. I had to take it to the hospital to have it checked. After pleading and putting pressure on the doctor, he finally admitted that he'd accepted a bribe from Dean to fake the test result. I asked for the original one and, believe it or not, Laura was not my dad's child. I immediately rushed home and showed my dad the original DNA results. He was so shocked. I had to help him sit down, then get him a glass of water. When he got over the initial shock, he asked me to call Lara and Mum in to confront them. But, oh no, Lara's room was empty. Only one letter was lying on the bed. Sorry, everyone. Dean told me the truth. Thank you all for taking care of me. Especially you, Skylar. I honestly enjoyed being around you. I think you're kind and patient. Please don't ever change. I don't belong in your world, so I can't stay. If we're predestined, we will meet again. Thank you, and sorry again. Love, Laura. Unbelievable! How could you lie to all of us about something like this? Knowing she couldn't wriggle out of this one, Mum replied, Okay, Laura isn't yours. I fell pregnant with her after we broke up. I didn't want you to throw me out, so I paid Dean to get a fake DNA certificate. Then I paid him again to date Skylar and distract her from her studies. This business should be Laura's, not hers. But that jerk went and fell for Laura instead. Poor Dad. He looked so heartbroken. Mom tried pleading with him to forgive her. But he told her the trust was broken, and that she had to leave. Everything's such a mess. Poor dad shut himself away in his office, while me, I lay on my bed, staring at the ceiling. I couldn't stop thinking about all of Mum's lies. And what for? Money? Fame? Status? Are all those things worth sacrificing dignity, honor, and trust for? I used to want to compete with Laura, too. But now, it turns out that all of that was just fleeting. Dad, I think I should leave too. Because I'm... Not your biological daughter either. You... 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 I've known for a while. But I've kept quiet as... I was afraid that you would abandon me. Thank you for always being there for me. You're a good man. And you don't deserve all the pain you've been through. Then I told my dad all about how I found out I was adopted and how my mom paid my real mom to hand me over. Dad froze for a few seconds, then calmly said, Skylar, honey, you'll always be my daughter, and I couldn't be prouder of you. Please, stay here with me. I couldn't hold back my tears. Did Dad really want me around? Even after all this crazy stuff? I really love my dad, but I couldn't upset him anymore. The next day... Dad and I went around to Laura's adoptive mom's house. I cleared the air with her and invited her to come back with us. She politely declined. Turns out she just wants a simple life. We still meet up sometimes, and we've actually become pretty good friends. Isn't it amazing? Because before that, we were like water and fire. The fact that I don't have to teach her Excel anymore probably helps. (laughs) (sighs) There are those who do whatever they can to win fame and fortune, but this often comes at a cost. Mum let greed turn her into a monster, and now she's paying for it. I don't like what she did, but she's still my mum. Well, my adoptive mom anyway, so I still send her subsidies and wish her happiness for the rest of her life. The truth is that I'd rather forego a huge fortune and live a quiet life than become someone I don't want to be. If it were you, would you do the same to live in peace? Oh, it's been more than a year, and this place is still exactly the same, I thought to myself. Suddenly, I noticed a man walking in front of me. He looked so familiar. Could it be... him? Alex! I rushed after him and grabbed his arm. He's so going to catch these hands. But as he turned around, oops, I realized it wasn't Alex, but a total stranger. Martin Henderson? I was so embarrassed that I couldn't even look him in the eyes. Sorry, I murmured as I ran towards the elevator. This must be fate. We meet again. I was standing outside the building when I heard a voice. I turned around, and there he was, the guy I met this morning. "'Hi, I'm Martin,' he said, and reached out to shake my hand. Before I could react, I heard someone calling me. It was Tom, my best friend from Vietnam. I had a lunch date with him, but had almost forgotten. "'Oh, I'm Lindsay. Oh, great seeing you!' Then I quickly said bye to Martin and rushed over to Tom. Lindsay, how's your new job going, and who is that guy back there? I felt so sad as he asked me this. Um, I don't actually know him. He just looks so much like someone from my past. Tom rolled his eyes. Someone from your past? Oh, come on. Don't tell me it was that pathetic boyfriend of yours who abandoned you in Vietnam. Well, what could I say? Despite what Alex did to me after all this time, I still couldn't get him out of my head. Tom could clearly sense that as he said, Honestly, Lindsay, you need to get over him. He was a total jerk. Suddenly, all of the memories of our time together came flooding back. A year ago, Alex and I had gone on an adventure to Vietnam together. We'd been planning it for ages, and it would be a long one since we wanted to explore the country as much as possible. At first, everything was going to plan. But then, one morning, a stupid argument led us to a big fight that got Alex so angry that he up and left. I thought he just needed to blow off some steam and then he'd be back, so I just carried on with the trip on my own in the meantime. But days quickly passed, and there was no sign of him. And ever since then, I haven't seen or heard from him. It's like he just disappeared into thin air. Anyway, I had to pay for everything on the trip by myself, including stuff that we reserved for two. So I quickly ran low on cash. And what's left in my bank account couldn't afford me a trip back home either. So I asked my mom if I could borrow some. And that's when she told me what had happened. My family was in huge trouble due to some food scandal at their restaurant. The case was really serious, and they'd gone totally bankrupt. So my mom just told me to stay put in Vietnam for a bit, until things had calmed down. Well, that's how I ended up being stuck in Vietnam for a whole year, and the rest is history. I turned to Tom and smiled. He'd been so good to me. Tom, thank you for helping me find a job back then. You're a lifesaver. Tom grinned and said, No, I should thank you. Actually, you're the reason why I strive to be here in the U.S. getting my master's degree. And you know what? Um, I still want to be the one by your side. Always. Jeez, it was a bit awkward. I didn't know what to do but force a polite smile. Yeah, I could tell he had some sort of feelings for me, but I only considered him as a best friend. And look, at the moment, I had enough on my plate already. So here I am now, at the company that used to belong to my family, to help my parents solve this scandal with the restaurant. I know the claims aren't true, and I'm determined to help them figure it out, so they can get their business back. Until then, I have to deal with working under the new CEO, Mr. Garcia. Well, well, hello. Precious princess of the steward family. Oh, Mr. Garcia, it's been a long time not seeing those greedy eyes. What an honor for us to have the daughter of the former CEO as an employee. (laughs) I forgot to mention, but guess what? That rude man just happens to be Alex's uncle. So yeah, that's been fun. And there's something I just can't get out of my head. Alex's disappearance happened at the exact same time as my family's business collapsed. Coincidence or... i get to the bottom of it, though. Ever since then, I put a lot of effort into my work, hoping to find some clues. But Mr. Garcia just never fails to give me endless trouble. Luckily, Martin was by my side. Yep, that's right. That guy I'd bumped into on my first day of work. He'd been so supportive even bringing me dinner when I work overtime. I mean, how sweet. And the more time I spent with him, the happier I became. There was just something so familiar about him. Tom, however, wasn't happy about this. He'd applied to be an intern at our company, but he worked in the files control department. Tom was so rude to Martin every time they bumped into each other, and it made me feel so uncomfortable. One time, Martin had offered me a lift home, and Tom forced me to go with him instead, saying it would be safer. He was being so immature. But I didn't have time to focus on that, because there were bigger things at stake. One day, I found out there was a clue that could lead me to the truth, a top-secret document that was kept in the file's control department. It contained all the business activities from before my family went bankrupt, and also the deals of how Mr. Garcia went about taking over the company. I needed to get to this document. However, there was just one problem. The only person who could access the computer where this document was stored were members of Alex's family. Big problem, right? Anyway, one night, Tom and I were out to dinner, and he was acting really weird. Suddenly, he said, Lindsay, you should stay away from Martin. There's something shady about him. This annoyed me. Tom, I don't get it. What's your problem with him? Please listen to me first. Then, he told me what he'd seen. One night, he'd gone back to work as he'd forgotten his phone, and he happened to see Martin trying to access top-secret documents. Request access, Martin had said. Kindly provide the access code. The server responded. "Alexei Joseph Garcia, he said confidently and then the iris scanner started working. Welcome, Mr. Garcia. Access granted. Tom had watched all of this from behind the door quietly, and with just a few clicks, Martin had successfully accessed all the top secret files without a problem. Then he'd quickly left through the back entrance. I couldn't believe it! If it was only the Garcia family who had access, how had Martin done this? And how did he know Alex's full name? Well, I needed to pay more attention to this guy. At least he'd gotten the file anyway. That was good enough for me. I had to get it from him. A few days later, I pretended my laptop was broken and asked if I could borrow his to send a few emails. I quickly checked his files but couldn't find anything. Where could he be keeping them? Then one day, I saw him slip a USB drive into his bag. Well, that's suspicious. Maybe that was what I needed. That afternoon, I asked him out for coffee, and then I decided to drop my phone so that I could find a way to reach into his bag and get the USB. Unfortunately, it didn't go to plan. I ended up knocking over my coffee cup, and it went all over Martin's sleeve. He always wore long sleeves, even on roasting hot days. But of course, the coffee had gone everywhere, So he quickly pulled up his sleeve. And that's when I saw it. A scar running up his arm. I gasped. How did you get this scar? It looks exactly like my ex's. Alex had the same scar. Before I could say anything more, Martin snapped and said, What scar? Then he quickly pulled his sleeve down. Don't lie to me, Martin. I saw it. And I know there's something sketchy about you. Why did you access the server room at 10 p.m.? And how did you know Alex's full name? Tell me who you are. I knew there was something familiar about you. Just tell me the truth. Yes, it's me. Alex. He spoke hesitantly, then asked me to calm down. But I couldn't stand it. My heart stopped for a few beats. How could you do this? I screamed. Did you and your uncle plan this all along? Lindsay, let me explain. I got plastic surgery, but it's not what you think. I'm on your side. I want to overthrow my uncle and get the company back for your family. Please believe me. Then Martin, or should I say Alex, told me the whole story. It turns out, Mr. Garcia planned the whole thing to sabotage my family's business, and he took advantage of Alex to help do this. He, Mr. Garcia, even made up a story that there had been a feud between our two families, and that my dad had tried to bankrupt Alex's family, which pushed his parents to the brink of desperation. Of course, this made Alex angry, as he was protective of his family, and it nurtured in him a strong craving for revenge. But after helping his uncle take over my family's business, he discovered not only that Mr. Garcia wasn't his uncle, but that he, Alex, was also an orphan. Apparently Mr. Garcia didn't have any biological relation to Alex, nor did he know anything about Alex's late parents. That spiteful man just manipulated people in any way to his advantage. Alex was disgusted that he'd been used and lied to like this so he set out to get revenge on his so-called uncle by changing his identity and bringing everything to light to give justice to my family. He then showed me everything he got from the secret files, all the dirty tricks Mr. Garcia had used to sabotage and take over the company. He'd even been leading the company down a dark path through lots of illegal antics. But then Alex told me that before becoming Martin, he'd bought a number of shares, and now he would transfer them to me so I could take back my family's company. I couldn't believe it. I immediately showed all the evidence to the board of directors, and right away, everything was resolved. Finally, Mr. Garcia was not only kicked out of the company, but he was also sent to prison for his unethical business practices. And it was all thanks to Alex. The person I'd held a grudge against the most had been the one to help me get back all that was lost. As for Alex and I, well, it's clear we still have feelings for each other. But after everything we've been through, I think it's best if we give it some time before we jump back into a relationship. Plus, Tom admitted he likes me, which of course was obvious, but I don't want to upset him. Only time will tell if Alex and I are meant to be.